listening to the Root of All Eagles podcast, where, where, where we break down the latest news about your beloved bird. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go! Hit it! And now, your host, James Webb. Fly, Eagles, fly. And welcome to the Root of All Eagles podcast. I'm your host, James Webb. One of the greatest dates in the football calendar is the NFL draft. And it's even sweeter when you just played in the Super Bowl and you have two first round draft picks to your name. While the last episode, we centered around free agency and the opportunity for some of last year's draft picks to see a lot more game time in 2023. Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean look set to be first team features in a defense that lost several starters. But there are still gaps on the roster that will need to be addressed through the draft. In my mind, we need a running back for sure and a deep roaming safety who can fill Marcus Epps' role in playing the high safety. I would then hope to see us add another linebacker who could fit into multiple roles within the unit and potentially another receiver who could compete with Quez Watkins for slot reps and targets behind AJ and Devontae Smith. Outside of those needs, I think the Eagles have done a really good job of retooling in the areas Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean can take over roles vacated by Javon Hargrave and TJ Edwards. Nicholas Morrow is a plug and play in Kaiser White's role. And the offensive line looks really strong going into 2023, despite the loss of Isaac Sayamalu. The Eagles' first pick in the draft is the number 10 spot, courtesy of the New Orleans Saints. Once again, thank you, New Orleans, for that. Having traded out one of our three first round picks last season and moving it into this year's draft. A poor season for the Saints paired with a Super Bowl appearance for the Eagles now means we have a selection in the top 10 while also boasting a Super Bowl caliber roster. That's a pretty good feeling. The question is what to do with that number 10 overall selection. One of the benefits of being in the position here is that this year's draft is the likelihood that there'll be at least four quarterbacks selected in the top 10. That means by the time the Eagles are on the clock, only five talents will have been selected that could have been on our draft boards. And two of those will most likely be defensive linemen Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, which play in positions Philly has already covered. We don't need a corner either and certainly wouldn't spend a top 10 pick on one, which rules out the likes of Oregon Ducks defensive back Christian Gonzalez and Illinois' Devin Witherspoon. One name I like is Alabama safety Brian Branch, who is a very similar style player to C.J. Garner-Johnson. He's been playing for Bama since his freshman year and has spent time in the lineup at deep safety, strong safety, the nickel, and down in the box. He probably best suits that hybrid role that C.J. was playing last year, which poses a bit of a problem in selecting him. The Eagles signed Terrell Edmonds, and he's more of a linebacker hybrid who will play downhill too. Because of that, we need a deep-lying safety in the draft, not another hybrid. Plus, taking Brian Branch with a top 10 pick is probably a slight reach, and I'd rather see him taken somewhere in the 20s. The other standout is Bijan Robinson. Taking a running back in the top 10 is considered high risk these days after a run of the likes of Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley. While Bajan Robinson is far and away the best running back in this year's class, he's not 
of the level that Saquon Barkley was when he came out of Penn State. Robinson's fill vision and footwork are exceptional and enable him to consistently gain positive yardage on nearly every play. He regularly evades the first tackler and rarely gets stopped in the backfield, demonstrating impressive agility and creativity by redirecting his runs away from traffic. He's such a natural talent and he makes it look effortless at times against some of college's top defenders. His one-on-one skills are great too, setting up defenders and bypassing tacklers with relative ease in the open field. He's always a half a step ahead of everyone else, and I'd obviously love to see him in an Eagles uniform. But do we need him that badly? And are we willing to spend a top 10 pick for him? The benefit is that no team in the NFL can afford the luxury of spending a top 10 pick on a running back like the Eagles can. Look at the teams drafting around us. Chicago, Atlanta, Las Vegas, Tennessee. All bad teams right now with a lot of holes and gaps on the roster. We might have lost a few pieces, but we aren't desperate. And we have two first rounders to our name. Here's what I'd like to see how we do in the first round. Trade the top 10 pick. We only have four picks before the seventh round. Two first, a second, and a third. And then nothing until the seventh. That likely means we can bring in two players who could start and contribute this season. Two rotational players and a couple of practice squad tryouts in the seventh. If we trade the number 10 pick and move down to, say, 2025 area, we will likely still have the pick of the litter at the running back and then quickly find ourselves picking again at 30. In doing so, we might have accumulated another second round pick, meaning we now add five players in the first three rounds rather than four. Doing this gives us a better chance of hitting what we need as opposed to just drafting at number 10 and taking the best talent available, even if we don't necessarily need the position. Howie is in a win-now mode, and rightfully so. Let's not forget last year the Eagles came into the draft really needing a wide receiver, and rather than draft Chris Olave or Traylon Burks, he made a splash by calling the Tennessee Titans and flying in A.J. Brown. Maybe that's the route to take this year for a safety? A couple of names that spring to my mind would be Kevin Boyd, again from the Titans, Or what about even Eddie Jackson from the Chicago Bears? Jackson is a two-time Pro Bowler and a first-team All-Pro in 2018, who has two years left on his deal with the Bears and an increasing cap hit in the 2024 season. He'll be 30 in December this year, and with Jaquan Brisker shaping up nicely at safety in Chicago, maybe the veteran would be available. All I'm thinking here is that if Howie wants to build a championship-caliber team, Having a weak spot at deep safety, the very last man on the defense, just doesn't make sense. Either trusting a rookie with that responsibility or giving it to Terrell Edmonds both seem unlikely outcomes, which is why I was so surprised to see Marcus Epps leaves in free agency. If we did trade for somebody like Jackson, a second or even third round pick could get that done. We would then be able to draft Bajan Robinson with our first round picks, totally guilt-free, and focus on adding some depth at linebacker and maybe wide receiver with the remaining picks. So here's how I draw it up. Trade down from the number 10 pick to somewhere in the 20s and accumulate a third rounder in the process. 
draft Bajan Robinson with the first selection because we're a Super Bowl contender without a standout starting running back, and we can afford to use the pick to cover that need. Rashad Penny will be a great contributor for our team, but there's a reason he was only paid $1.3 million on a one-year contract. He's not guaranteed to be a starter in any way. Once we've locked in the best running back in the draft, the number 30 pick goes to Iowa State's Jack Campbell. Campbell won the Dick Butkus Award for the best linebacker in the nation in 2022. He's a first-team All-American, a first-team All-Big Ten, and he's 6 feet, 249 pounds. Campbell is a sensational open-field tackler who plays the run superbly well. As an Eagles fan, you would very quickly know his name because he's the type of guy who pops up with 10-plus tackles and a forced fumble nearly every weekend. He suits the outside linebacker role and could rotate in there with Nicholas Morrow, which he gets more comfortable in our system. I'd then go for Jalen Hyatt in round two out of Tennessee if he falls that far. He won the Fred Billentoff Award this year for the nation's best wide receiver, racking up 1,267 yards and 15 touchdowns with the Vols. He's an explosive wide receiver who can get behind a defense and create separation in the slot. Hayat would be an upgrade over Quez Watkins as if he planned to play in the NFL the way he did at Tennessee this past season. We'd have the best wide receiver core in the league. Of course, AJ and Devontae are great. I love them both. But whenever we need to call upon somebody else, we get very little production And sometimes having that third option who is more than capable of a 100-yard-plus night and provides a genuine threat just makes us even harder to cover for a defense. Imagine this for a moment. The dual threat of Jalen Hurts, the run threat of Bajan Robinson, and a group of pass catchers that includes A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and Jalen Hyatt. Now tell me how you'd plan to defend that. If Hyatt was unavailable, he's likely a day two prospect and we don't pick until the end of the round. I'd look at Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma for the same role. He was a slightly lower upside, but still a really explosive player who could complement our group well. Then in round three, trade the pick we just got to move down in the first round for Eddie Jackson covering the need at safety and then potentially double dip with a rookie free safety too. I like Sidney Brown out of Illinois and he should be available in the third. He's a great zone coverage safety who can come downhill and play in the box too. And I'd like to have him in there as the long-term solution to the problem we're currently solving with Terrell Edmonds. Brown could play a similar role to that of Jalen Petrie in Houston this past season a smaller size safety who can make all the tackles in the box and contribute in the zone and man coverage too. Overall, I'd be extremely pleased if that was how the draft played out. I'd like to see another high caliber veteran playing in the secondary. Those safety spots are worrying me right now and we could always mix that up and go for a first round rookie pick to cover that rather than the luxury running back pick. If we didn't take Bajan, we could always look at Kendra Miller out of TCU or Zach Cabinet out of UCLA in the late second or third round. Both would compete with Rashad Penny for the starting reps 
and both would offer young, fresh legs in the backfield. Let's not forget Penny is coming off of surgery having repaired a broken fibula and suffered a bad ankle sprain. Let me know what you think, but that's my mock draft. I don't doubt Howie has something up his sleeve to catch us all off guard. But one thing I do know is the Eagles' picks need to be used in a way that sees them contribute right now in 2023. Thanks for checking out another episode of Root of All Eagles podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Root of All Eagles and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.